Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host. Dawn Kennedy's with me. Dawn is is back (laughs) and we are talking about the mask and the mirror. (laughs) The mask and the mirror. And you're going to see what we're talking about here in just a few moments. So we are down to verse 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So let me read the verse ahead of it. In whom that before, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds. Let me just read that in the Amplified. You're so and, funny. I know, I can't. You're the reason we don't get I very know, far. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers' minds that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Ooh, glory. That just that just lights me up right there. The glorious Gospel, the illuminating the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. You mean we can attain unto that? Yeah. Just let's read on. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus, Jesus Christ is so If I preach Lueda, it's not going to help you at all. I cannot change your life. Or anything. I think you need to do a salvation call right there, though. That's right. Because yeah. if you, you're blinded, if you yeah. haven't accepted Ms. That's right. Lord. That's right. So if you've not accepted Christ as your Savior, let's get the blinders off. Mm-hmm. Let's remove the mask. And let's let the illuminating, glorious gospel get in there. So all you have to do is say, Lord, I come to you. I believe, Jesus, that you are the Son of God, that you are born of a virgin that you came to die for me. You died for me. You were buried for me. And you were raised again for me. And you are at the right hand of the Father. You died for my sins. I repent. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Come into my life and take over. I give you everything. Remove all blinders from my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Now, if you said that prayer, call our prayer line just so we can agree with you and send you some scriptures, 866-241-0579. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony, of your testimony. So call and give us that testimony, okay? Besides, we love to we rejoice love with all of heaven oh, and goodness. you. <laughs> yes. yes, we had someone that called in and said on the, that watched our TV program, they called our prayer line. And uh, they said they, they accepted Christ on there when I said the salvation prayer. That just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's just I mean, it's so it is humbling. the biggest basis of why we do what we right, do, right? Right. It's just like, oh, Lord, a life that's changed because of your gospel. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So anyway, so verse 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. I cannot help you. If I preach Lueda, it is not going to change you. It's not going to do anything for you. However, but when we, we preach, when we preach Christ, it will change you. For we preach, for what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord. Mm-hmm. He's to be the Lord, the Master, the Savior. We preach Him as Lord and Savior. Uh, we herald and proclaim and publish Christ. You know what that word actually means? I always, I always like to say this because some people don't really realize it. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Right. Christ is his title. Right. Christ. Jesus is means uh, he shall save. Mm-hmm. Savior. 
But Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. It means the Messiah, which is Savior, liberator. So when we preach Christ, we're preaching that he's the liberator. He's the Savior. He's the anointed one to do that, right? We're announcing and, his title. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're announcing who he is. Mm-hmm, t- mm-hmm. He's the Messiah. He's right, the anointed right. one. Mm-hmm. He's the Savior. And so... Uh, for where are we? For we preach. Okay, for God who said, "Let light shine out of darkness," has shown in our hearts, so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God, as it is manifest in the person as revealed in the face of Jesus Christ. Who? It's a lot. Okay, let's look at this. Okay, we're going to read it now. We're going to read it right quick in the New Living. Then we're going to look at this. Uh, a little more closely. Where did it go? For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made us understand that this light is is in the brightness of the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. It is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. I love this. So let's look at this a minute. The light is the luminous rays, right? The illumination. For God commanded the light to shine, to beam out, right? Is what that means. And darkness. Now, you know what that word actually means, Dawn? Hmm. Shadiness. Hmm. Obscurity. I don't want to be shady. Mm -mm. You know, before Christ, we've all had some shady moments. Maybe shady years. Maybe. And even as Christians, sometimes we can we can enter into mm-hmm. some darkness. Right? Or shady thoughts. Shady or thoughts. Yeah. Or, yeah. Shady actions. Words. Yeah, words. <laughs> but he said, God commanded the light to shine out of the darkness. That's when light is its most magnificent and is actually seen in the darkness. It shines and it bursts forth. Mm-hmm. And when you receive Christ, and uh, or even as a Christian, you need a little bit more light. That you need to recognize more light in a certain area of your life. That it just shines forth. You know, in Genesis it says, uh, "Darkness on the face of the deep." In Genesis chapter one, there is deep darkness, right, and uh, chaos, darkness. And God said, let there be light. Let light beam forth. The illumination of God shine in the shady areas. <laughs> Come on, you've got to get that. We're, we're going to sit here just a second. You know, I think shady areas and obscurities. Even right now during this quarantine time, uh, not that it was horrible things, but God has showed me thought processes and different things that I needed to change again, you know, or something that I thought I had victory over in my thought process. And it goes, no, you need to come up even higher in that. Come on. It doesn't, shady doesn't always mean something deceitful. It could just be something that needs to come up higher. And I love that God just works on us layer upon layer about things like that. Me too. And he does. He he he, he brings us along. You, or something tri- triggers a thought. Mm-hmm. Or you're angry about something and it brings up something from the past you didn't even know was laying there. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. that's that a root. I got to get that out. Yeah. You know? And so God's good that yeah. way. Off oneself. That's yeah, off oneself. Take oneself. that off. Yeah. So whatever your shady area is, it doesn't 
always mean some big sin. Yeah. It's just God has better for you yes. in every area. Yeah, yeah. And and He has a way of navigating us to realize it needs to be removed, mm-hmm. to realize it's there, and how to remove it. To allow and He's a loving parent. He doesn't sacrifice. go, "Oh, you dirty rat! Right. You you know you're <laughs> not, you're worthless. You're never going to get there." He says, "Hey, baby." That's not a good way to do that. Let's mm-hmm. let's make a, let's make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Let's let's adjust. And he does. And he helps you. He gives you the mercy, just yes, like the first, the first first verse, verse, verse chapter to do it. Mercy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mercy God. to faint not, to utterly yeah. fail, mm-hmm. to be despair, despair, mm-hmm. and also to come out of the darkness. He's caused the light to shine in your darkness. Come on, invite him to mm-hmm. shine in the darkness, in the shadiness. Mm-hmm. I never realized that this particular word for darkness means shadiness and obscurity. Mm-hmm. Those things that are obscure, hard to pinpoint, hard to put your finger on why you always end up with that behavior, always reacting like that, always going to drugs or alcohol, always ending up in an argument. What is obscure that needs to come to light what or is depression shady? Yeah. or anything mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what is shady mm-hmm. that needs uh, to come into the brightness of the light listen don't shrink back from the light mm-hmm. don't shrink back from the light because it's there to help you mm-hmm. it's there to set you free help you to see help you to see for god command who commanded the light to shine out of darkness it was in gross darkness that the light began to shine In gross darkness of your life, the light can shine like never before. Has shined in our hearts. That word shine means to beam, to radiate, to give light, brilliance. Don't you want the light of God in those areas where you've had shadiness or obscurities to just beam? Mm -hmm. For just to shine, to radiate? Oh, hallelujah, I do, I do. Uh, In our hearts, which actually means your thoughts and your feelings. I got some thoughts and feelings sometimes that I need the light to shine mm-hmm. and radiate mm-hmm. uh, in my thoughts and feelings so that the darkness flees. See, light has to flee in darkness. It has to go. Those shady areas, those obscurities, it has to go as soon as that light is turned on in your heart. And we've all had areas. Mm-hmm. We either have them now or we have had them. Mm-hmm. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you don't have some areas. Listen, it means that it's just good. you're going to know it more quicker. You're right, right. <laughs> and so you can say, I repent, God. It's, Lord, get that out of me. Like we said just a minute ago, maybe somebody says something and it brings something up in mm-hmm. you that you didn't even know was there or you thought you dealt with, but it mm-hmm. came at you a different way. I mean, mm-hmm. the enemy's really good at trying mm-hmm. to hide things and layer things in there that you don't know are there. So God's so good. When it does, you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Out. <laughs> out. Get out. Off with you. <laughs> Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> so, uh, that it's, he comes to illuminate those things and the light in our heart, our thoughts, our feelings, in the knowledge of the glory, the knowledge or the knowing. There's a knowing that we can come to in these areas, a knowing, and then a little bit more knowing, line upon line, precept upon precept, a little more knowing of what of the light. Of yeah, the he gospel. doesn't usually give you five thousand things at one time and say, "Okay, you got to deal with yeah. it all right yeah. now." And he just little yeah. by little, come yeah. on, come on, come yeah. on, come on. <laughs> and, and the truth is, and this is a paradigm shift for me, and I have to remind myself, it's already been dealt with. Right. 
at the cross. At the cross. But now we have to accept this. Now, Daddy, do, now Daddy yeah. God standing yeah. in front of his babies and teaching you how to walk yeah. with his arms out. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, baby, come yeah. on, a little accept bit further and take another step. Come on, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, glory. Then the knowledge of the glory, the honor, the dignity, the praise, the worship. That's what it means now. In the face of Jesus Christ. All of this is found in the face of Jesus Christ. It means that word is like a symbolic, okay? Mm -hmm. It means the person. Mm -hmm. It means the presence. It means the countenance. Uh, It means the features you are known by. It means it's the sense organs. It's where the the nose, uh, the eyes, the mouth, the expressions are found. Uh, That which makes you you. That which makes you recognizable. Come on, let's look at that again. Let's talk about that again. All of this, the shadiness, the darkness, the obscurity, those hidden secret things, all those things that we talked about in the first half hour and a little bit in the back in the second half hour here. All those things uh, that the light comes to shine upon, to beam down, to radiate, to, to cause to come into focus. All those things. Uh, highlight is, your features. Yes, to highlight your features. But it's in the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. He's come to to tell you about his glory, Mm -hmm. to tell you about his honor, to tell you about his dignity, to tell you about, to educate each one of us in his magnificence, in his excellence, in the face of Jesus Christ. When you think about and you dwell on the face, in other words, now in my mind, a lot of times I will imagine what I think he looks like. And I love uh, two different aspects of it. Max Greiner has a wonderful sculpture of, of Jesus and the face that's on there. It's so awesome. I love it. It's beautiful. And then the little girl, that the painter, I can't say her name, it's, but y'all know who I'm talking about, I'm sure, uh, that she painted Jesus. And it's just so beautiful. So beautiful. I like to imagine that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes well, I put like, that up on YouTube. There's yeah, a picture right. of that, and I pull it up and just look at yeah, him yeah, and right. talk to him yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that holy imagination. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? But there's something deeper. It's talking about the all of this, all of this change, all of this having the mask and the veil removed. It is in the face of Jesus Christ, the illumination of the face, or... What does that mean? So you can see all of his features, mm-hmm. everything glorious about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can reflect it. You then. can reflect mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're going to get there with that mm-hmm. mirror here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's talking about his face is his person. What makes you a person? You know, we are all known, known by certain things, mm-hmm. certain giftings or certain um, certain traits, certain characteristics. It's his presence. All of this is found in his presence. Mm-hmm. All of this is found in his countenance, uh, which is, you know, as we seek the face of God, as we look upon him, it's the features we are known by. It's his features, his, his, his eyes, what he sees, how he sees you, his, his 
his mouth, how he speaks to you. Even his nose. The Bible says that our prayers are like incense mm-hmm. rising up to him. The Bible says that we are to carry about the fragrance of the aroma of Christ wherever we go. Uh, it's also his mouth, what he says, the sweetness of his words. And his voice. His voice. Yes, and his voice. Yes. Yes, his voice. It means that which makes you, you. All of this is found in that which makes Christ, Christ. All of this is found in that which makes him recognizable. Listen, he wants to be recognizable to you. He wants you to learn to quickly recognize him. Recognize his face, his features, his presence, his countenance. Recognize it as him. In the face of Jesus, which means Jehovah is salvation. Christ, which means the anointed one and his anointing, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Now I want to take this in the last few minutes that we have done. I want us to go back up under there's two more verses. Help us, Lord. <laughs> in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, the previous verses. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Let me read that in the Amplified. Wherever, now the Lord is a Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, He gives freedom. And all of us have had that veil removed so that we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord, and at the Spirit of the Lord, and as the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him and reflect His glory even more. Now, where the Spirit of the Lord is, the Lord, which means the supreme, uh, the supreme in authority, the controller, the uh, is the respectful title of master. It's to whom a person belongs. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, that Spirit. Now get this. The Spirit is the breath of God, the pneuma, the breath. It means a current of air. Mm-hmm. Where that current of air of the presence of God is, it means a breeze, a blast, a breeze of the Holy Spirit, of the breath of God. Where that is, there's liberty. It means the movement of air. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's movement mm-hmm. of the air, the breath, the blast of God. It. Uh, it's liberty, which means freedom. So, can, oh, can I say something yeah. about the freedom? I, I was looking that up, and it said freedom means from corrupt desires, so that we do not, so we do by the impulse of the soul what is the will of God, mm. what Amen. He requires. Mm-hmm. We do by our impulse of our soul to do what he requires. What he wants, yeah. That's what the freedom is for. Hallelujah. Instead of the impulse to turn to yeah. other things. Yeah. Shadiness. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. To come out of that obscurity and mm-hmm, shadiness. Mm-hmm. Now when the Lord is a, now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation, emancipation from bondage, and freedom. There's freedom. Okay? So uh, where that breath of God that current of the Spirit of God, uh, where that um, breeze is from God's Spirit and presence, there is freedom. Mm, I love it. Now, what, uh, in verse 18, and all of us with unveiled face. 
So many times, now this is just a, a mask for when you sleep, but so many times we mask ourselves before God. And we, we, we don't, we're either ashamed or we're hiding uh, or we just, we just don't, we just want, don't want to know what he wants but, us to know yeah, right and, now. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want to, we don't want to come face to face right. with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So all of us with an unveiled face, we, we, we remove the veil. We remove the mask. Uh, we don't hide behind the mask of what we pretend to be or wish we were be, wish we were be, wish we were, (laughs) what we have done, how others perceive us, how we perceive ourselves. We pull that down. It's like a veil. It's a mask. We take it and we lay it aside. Mm -hmm. All of us with unveiled face because, listen, uh, open, all of us with open face, it's actually open face, which means the unveiled, uh, taken away to draw back the veil. And you are the one that has to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You're the one that makes the opening mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. You're the one that opens up the way. Uh, all of us with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word of God as a mirror, as in a mirror, the glory of God. So the more you read the Word, it's like a mirror. You see, you see God's reflection and you see and you begin to reflect it back. Mm-hmm. You begin to become more and more like Christ. As in a mirror, reflecting the glory of God are constantly being transfigured, changed, transfigured into His image, transformed, reproducing the same image is what it means. I want to re- reproduce the same image of Christ. Mm-hmm. Changed into the same Im- image of excellence that shines in Christ. We are changed into another form is what Mm -hmm. that word. I want to be changed into another form that reflects Christ. Into his image, his figure, his likeness. It means a statue. It's his profile, his representation. It's used of moral likeness, of renewed men to God. It's used as an image of the Son of God into which true Christians are transfigured. It's likeness not only to the heavenly body, but also the most holy and blessed state of mind which Christ possesses. That's what was in my commentary. It's in contemplating His glory. Yeah. As you stare into the mirror. Contemplate His glory in you because you are a creation Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. Christ. You are His glory. You are. You get to wear His glory and walk in His glory and accept His glory and live in His glory Mm -hmm. if you want to. If you want to. Yes, if you want to. So it, it's it's that understanding that God transfigures. Uh, he transforms. He moves us. And he changes us into uh, another form, into his likeness. As we pull down the veil, we remove the mask. Let's not pretend anymore. Let's be real before him and true and get in to the word to see the glory in the face of Jesus. There's a glory in the face of Christ in his person, his presence to to begin to be transfigured into his image, into his likeness as that spirit of God, the breath, the blast of God, the moving of the current of the air of God when we get into his presence, then we, that mask is removed 
And we are begin to stare into the mirror. We, re, we begin to see what needs to be removed by the glory of God and the presence of God and the Word of God. Then we begin to reflect back. Who I don't His like image. that blemish. Let me yeah, right. Let, let me heal yeah. it up with right. some good glory. <laughs> yes, amen. Listen, when I look in the mirror without makeup, whoop, scary business. <laughs> and whenever I look at my life without Christ, scary business. And putting on your makeup Christ, is kind of like applying the glory, yeah, right? You're applying like, the glory, so your face radiates yeah. what yeah. you want it to. Amen. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Well, we've got 44 seconds left. I just want to say to you. Call our prayer line, 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray with you that have faith for miracles uh, and will help you. And we'll send you out some scriptures free. Also, go to our um, website, lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Tons and tons and tons of radio podcasts, of TV programs there, free. Free. Now, we do have a store on there that you can order stuff that helps us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have a donate button that helps us. If God speaks to your heart to give to help us preach the gospel and to partake of the fruit and the anointing on there, you can do it at luadic.org. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We'll catch you next time.